Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. <coughs> How you doing, guys? Welcome back. We're going to go through our Friday games in this one here. So we're going to be starting with our Knights and our Bulldogs game. Interesting one here for a starter, Daniel Saifidi at 86. I uh, had someone that was asking me about Saifidi and, and I said to him that he probably wasn't uh, going to be a great option just given the fact that he's not going to be a full-time keeper and not have the upside. And he goes out and bangs out two tries. So egg on my face on that one. I'm unfortunate for that person that didn't end up picking him up. But we have some good news for once. We have Jaden Braley comes out with a bang in 78. Awesome work, played the 80 minutes. Got the, uh, got the 50 tackles, got the try assists for the line, couple of line break assists, couple of turnover tackles, 65 metres gain, which was everything we would have hoped for with Braley and Moore. So I expect him to average somewhere in the 45s, and, and this gives him a great start. And he looked, he looked really strong. Looks like he's had some improvement uh, over, the, over the season and, and in, even in his time off, which has been really great for him. Mitch Pierce did, a, did the, bulk of the bulk of the kicking at 430 metres, just was in everything the other day, which was which was really good for him. And you'd expect with a, a nice a nice start to the season for the Knights that he should score fairly well and, and probably drop off a little bit against some of the better teams. But with Kurt Mann going down injured, that caused an issue for for their team and, and Watson had to come on and replace him at, at the sixth position. Sorry, replace Mann. So Pierce um, ended up doing a little bit extra work. So I wouldn't be thinking about bringing him in, but he does have these type of games in him where he gets a 70 and then he might pick up a 30-odd, so... Um, that's that's that one there. Flanagan had a really good game with with sixty nine points, so three try assists, twenty six tackles, five hundred kick meters, which was you know, a lot of it was what we would have expected. I wouldn't have been expecting three try assists, but he actually played really well and, and for anyone that picked him up, kudos to you. But price of fifty four, I'd expect him to average pretty much close to that. Tyson Frizzell, Frizzell did everything you would have hoped for. He got a line break which uh, which helped him out a bit. But three tackle breaks, three offloads, 180 metres and 34 tackles. You can't expect anything more. Uh, and this game does obviously a lot of work through the middle, as you can see with Braley, Saifidi, Frizzell, Clemmer, Barnett, Elliott, Watson. All these guys getting a lot of work 
uh, and a lot of tackle breaks and stuff through the middle. It was a very slippery affair, this one. So, yeah, Clement did really well. Barnett, a few people were thinking about picking him up with the, with the goal kicking. He got six goals and ended up with a nice try as well off a good line, which, uh, which was great for, for his stocks and anyone who was thinking about bringing him in at that 674k, like that 50 average price. Elliot also repaid the face for those who picked him up. My worry is when he doesn't score. So priced at you know, 600k, you're looking at in the mid-40s there, and, and if he's not scoring that try, he gets around the 40 mark or just less. So something to think about with Elliot. He might have you know, a couple of games where he scores a try and then a few games around the high 30s to 40 mark in, on that edge. For Tyler Mariner, didn't play too many minutes, so that was, that was interesting, and he came on the back, sort of back 20 to 30 minutes, which we'll see later on. Connor Watson came on off the bench and, and moved into the number six role and, and did a bit, of, a bit of everything. So he had a try save, try assist, the tackles, the, uh, the tackle breaks, and also a 100 metres gain, which was, was awesome for his fantasy stocks, and he's going to get a nice price bump. It'll be interesting to see what happens next week with Kurt Mann looking to be out. You'd expect someone like Crossland to come in and play. But Watson did really well for those that, that played him, and I hope that, that you did uh, keep him in your in your you know, interchange or you're in your starting side for this week because I had a few people asking me if they should uh, change him or not. But if he's playing on the bench or in the starting side, he's going to have the same role coming off the, you know, even if he comes on, he's near that 45 to 50 minutes and, and do similar to what he did. This is the kind of kind of game that he normally has, maybe without a try save, a try save or, a, or a try assist. If you take them two out, he's at a 40 anyways, which is pretty good. Josh Jackson played 74 minutes in the middle and just and just worked hard. So probably a few more minutes than I thought he would have and, and got the 50 uh, for those that wanted to bring him in. Kotrick is someone I've been speaking about and just for, just based on the fact that he, he gets a lot of tackle breaks and, and you know, 160 metres with seven tackle breaks is going to get you some pretty good scores on the regular. And priced at 484, he's just in that awkward price. He's, he should... Uh, I'm, I'm thinking he'll average somewhere in the 40s this year. Best that he's seen before getting injured. So... Sounds like he's got a, a sprained ankle, and we'll have to see if that if that puts him out for a couple of weeks or not. But we'll have to look at a few guys on the, on the bench that might be able to get a spot off him. Shibasaki and those kind of guys might be a chance. Suaso Su came on for for Watson and played in the uh, in the middle there, and he got I think he got extended minutes of fifty nine. So I wouldn't be uh, thinking about him as an option in your side, even if he's starting. Corey Waddell got thirty three, kind of what we expected. Hopper White just the 30, so should lose just a, a tiny bit of cash. Tex Hoy at 28, so he had a really slow start and, and improved along the way, um, getting 98 metres. A couple of kicks in there when, with no Kurt Mann and, and got a try assist there, so just an okay game for Tex, and hopefully he can get a, a few more attacking stats against some, some of the other teams, but he didn't look amazing, if I'm honest. I think first game back, he'll, he'll be better for the run, but he wasn't amazing in that first game back. Obviously, slippery conditions, wasn't too great for, for the fullbacks, which we'll see with Corey Allen a little bit later. But Ogden, if anyone who picked him up, got 51 minutes for 27, which is not good enough. Yeah, here's for Tyler, 35 minutes for 24. So hopefully he drops a bit of cash and we can pick him up once he eventually gets back into a starting point, a starting spot. Hetherington, I've been telling people to go stay away from and gets 23 points in 57 minutes. So another big minute game where he doesn't do anything. 61 metres gain, 25 tackles for three misses. Just not good enough. At that price, if he's 240, it's still probably not even good enough. So, Avrilo had a 17 point first half and then, like, just didn't do anything in the second. He just had demerits and, and didn't even make a run at all, which was really annoying. So, maybe his elbow is still hampering him a little bit, but because he's such an electric player.
player, you would have thought he'd get some more time running the ball. Brad Dietz, 19 points for 27 minutes. He probably will be out of the team next week. So for those who brought him in, don't try not to get too excited. Uh, that's really it. Napa didn't get many minutes. Corey Allen went really bad with six off 80. So just 100 metres and, and wasn't really involved too much. Obviously, both fullbacks didn't go amazing. But there you go. That's that's that first game, guys. Let me know what your thoughts were on, on that one. And we'll, we'll move on to the Broncos and the Eels. Here he is, our first 100. First part of the first joining of the 100 club for Reed Mane at 109. Just did absolutely everything. The 80 minutes, 55 tackles, got a try, got a try assist, a couple of line breaks. Just a real special game from, from Mane, and, and you should gain close to you know 80 to 100k off that off that awesome effort. So still don't think that he's going to be a buy. He's going to have those type of games, you know, not 109, but you know games in the 70s and then a bunch of games around the 40 mark. So I think he's still come out at around a 50 average at the end of the season. Junior Paulo got a nice try at the end. Five offloads, five tackle breaks with 59 minutes. So, if, yeah, it's probably what we expected in terms of the minutes and, and the try bumped him up you know, an extra 15 to 20 points, which puts him back in the mid-50s, which is kind of what we expected anyway. So a really good game from him. Moses at 67, had a slow half and then did really well. He's got seven tackle breaks, which I won't expect regularly. But it was that kind of night where it was just a lot, of, a lot of points in this game. You can see how many people got in the 50s. So lucky if you had a bunch of guys in this game. Moves on to Par- Carrigan. Got 80 minutes and, yeah, good work, Kevy. Make sure you don't play him 80. But um, there was a few injuries, which we'll talk about and be sad about soon. But Carrigan with 80 minutes for 64 is what we've always expected from him. But with around the 60-odd minutes that we're expecting, then I'm expecting around a 50 average. Fergo, for anyone that... Wanted to bring him in at 3.93. Scored his first try of the year. and only got a couple last year, so really good for him. Isaiah Papali was probably the strongest guy on the field. I think he was, other than Mane, he was probably the best player in the game. 54 in 56 minutes. So 20, 29 tackles, three tackle breaks, 200 metres. Reminded me a bit of the Jaira game the night before. I think you know, that was really special from, from Papali. Moving over from the Warriors, and he, he managed to get 56 minutes with, we'll see later, Regan Campbell-Gillard getting a lot less minutes, so really interesting. All right, we moved to Jake Turpin. He got 150 kick metres at a dummy half, which was great. 40 run metres, got a, a turnover tackle, 42 tackles. I swear he got more tackles. That second half, I reckon he at least made 35, but I think he had a fairly slow half, only being on 23, and then picked up another 30 points. So makes him that 13 points extra compared to his break even and he should make some good cash for us and hopefully some some scores somewhere in the 50s on a regular basis with some attacking stats as we go along but really good pango jr only 38 minutes but amazing ppm of 50 uh, to get 52 milford actually played really well i'm i'm happy for him that he actually had a good game uh, not happy for him in the fact that he still lost but yeah 52 did really well madison at 51 kind of just had an okay game a few errors at the back passes but he'll be fine Alex Glenn got 50 in, in 80 minutes, so really good efforts from him, and that was a very interesting one, getting the full 80. But again, they had injuries, so a few of these stats are going to be inflated slightly. Brody Croft, 49 as well, price of 474, we make some cash. Till, uh, Nathan Brown, I swear he made more than 120 metres, but I don't know. Let me, let me know if you guys think the same, but how many runs he had in that last 20 minutes would have been 80 metres in itself, you know, over 10 runs every 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 run, but... 10 metres every run. But, yeah, three, three tackle breaks, 29 tackles. Less than I would have hoped. I, I would expect him to get a few more minutes to, to bump him up in the mid-50s, but a bit upsetting if you if you brought him in and only got 47. Obviously, not as upsetting as Damien Cook, but 
we'll leave that there. David Mead comes back in the NRL and was really impressive. You know, the veteran came back and had a, a standout game, and it'll be interesting to see if he gets more of those games. But at 246, if you, if you brought him in, I'll give you a clap. Well done. Um, but he wasn't on my radar at all. Just, yeah, the Broncos team that's not very good out in the wing. I wasn't expecting too much, but just did a lot of work out of trouble, and 190 metres shows that. Gustin, Gustafson did okay, got a try assist and a try for, for 43, so nothing crazy, but it was a very slow start for him. Flegler was okay. Brown, not so good, he'll lose some cash. Lane, also same thing, lose some cash. Tom Opacek, I was really happy with him. He's someone that's in my team. At 333, I'd, he was the only person I could bring in. It was him or Dylan Walker, and I decided with Opacek, and I thought he was a little bit more of a safer option. And it looks like this might be a little bit closer to his base, around that 30, I'm thinking. I also swear he had a, a turnover tackle where Tessie, he tackled Tessie New and he dropped it. So didn't get that, but oh well. I'm not too salty. <laughs> 100 metres, 21 tackles. He was really strong in defence. Only had the one miss uh, with two tackle breaks there. Um, so very, really safe. And if you, get, if you get some attacking stats, he's going to get in the 40s and 50, which is great. So really happy with him at 3.33 in my centres. Uh, moving along, yeah, Campbell Gillard only 41 minutes. Oregon Kafusi 29 minutes. He looked okay. Asiata got hurt as well. So Asiata and then if we scroll it down a little bit further, the two sad ones. Jordan Ricky 10 missed tackles, minus 20. Are you kidding me? 31 tackles. So 31 points in tackles, negative 20 in misses. Two tackle breaks, 61 metres. I don't know why they didn't go to him much. He, especially early on in the game, he had a couple of good runs and he... He made a lot of post-contact meters and looked strong, so I'll have to work out how to get to him a little bit more. But that 10 missed tackles, I hope that's an outlier because he didn't look like that in the trials or the, or the All-Stars game, but everyone give him a chance. Most people have him and played him, so don't stress about his score too much. Uh, Matty Lodge. <sighs> Two sad nights in a row. We had Lodge last night. We had Cook the night before. It's been a great start for the uh, NRL Fantasy Analysis squad. These things we can't help. He's just under a PPM of one, which is what we were, what we were wanting in the first place. Had the 60 metres gained, 11 tackles in 18, uh, yeah, 11 tackles in 18 minutes. Was looking to get, you know, somewhere between 45 and 50 minutes and get a 40 for us and, and make us some cash, and it didn't work out to be. So, for me, if he's out for a couple of weeks, you've got to get rid of him. Uh, there will be a, a cash cow that comes up, or someone around that price that's going to be good, or you might have to make two trades and, and you can get him out, but. Anything over a week or two, I think you, you need to get rid of him because we were using him for that first four to, six, four to five weeks before getting rid of him and, and can't do that anymore. So there you go, guys. I just want to jump in and we may as well have a look at our the people's team and, and where it's at currently <coughs> before we jump away. But yeah, guys, if you're enjoying this, please hit that like button. It helps me out on the channel a lot and, and hit subscribe if you're new to this and, and enjoying these updates regularly. All right, we got Jaden Bradley. We started with him. Great, great result. We got Connor Watson. We started with him. We started with Lodge, unfortunately, at 15. We got Ricky at 23, Avrilo at 20. Couldn't do too much. Could have played Tessie New, but, yeah. Here or there. He was on 17 at halftime. We could have done well. Pappenhausen at 77. You got Tessie on the bench in the emergencies. We decided to play Tex Hoy against the Bulldogs, hoping to get a few more attacking stats, and thankfully he helped us out in the back half of the game. As I said, that was more of a boom or bust for us. We were expecting somewhere in the in the 20s or something around the 50 mark, and Spencer, I was expecting somewhere in the low 30s. So it was a little bit of a gamble, but that's what we wanted to do in this in this squad, and, and we like the, the way he plays with Jake Turpin at 53 on the bench. So 
Not a terrible start for us, but Lodge is the only the only big issue at the moment. The rest of the guys, we, we got the Pat, we got the Brayley. We didn't miss out on those. There's only Latrell that we kind of missed out on. But other than that, guys, that's where we're at this video. I hope you enjoyed that, and we'll uh, catch you in the next one. Good luck for the rest of the Saturday games. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.